Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by for news and stuff. Oh, the devil's working overtime, my friend. So ill last night. <laughs> I've staggered into the studio to do this radio show today. My wife said, you know, most of the time when you get ready to do a conference, here he comes. Oh, it's not coincidental. I have felt so good for weeks and weeks and weeks. And, uh, yep, here we are. The enemy is real. Pray for us, if you would, today as we get ready to head down to Niceville, Florida, right after the radio show. And then, uh, well, we've got all these things going on. We're so excited for the opportunities that God continues to give us at Greg Patton Ministries. You're a big part of that. You pray for us? Absolutely. You support us? Absolutely. Hey, if you're ever in the Fort Wayne, Indiana area, stop in, see us live. See what it's like at the cross, 5300 Winchester Road. It's so good to have friends. What in the world is going on? A little saber rattling. China warned it's going to retaliate against the United States over violations of its sovereignty, potentially escalating the lingering balloon dispute just as top diplomats from both nations plan to attend a security conference in Germany. At a briefing yesterday, Foreign Ministry spokesperson Wang Weben repeated Beijing's view that the Chinese aircraft downed by a U.S. jet off South Carolina's coast had inadvertently floated over the country after being blown off course. It was a weather balloon. These demon-led nutcases. You really believe that, don't you? No, you don't. City of Oakland, California, fired its police chief yesterday over the alleged cover-up of an officer's misconduct, marking the loss of the city's seventh head of police since 2016. As the department hits 20 years under federal oversight, Democratic Mayor Sheng Thao announced that he was firing police chief Laron Armstrong after an investigation, an independent one, concluded the chief and the department failed to properly investigate and discipline Sergeant Michael Chung, who was involved in a hit-and-run with his patrol car in 2021. A separate incident also showed that Chung fired his firearm inside an elevator at police headquarters. He's gone, as is the police chief. Dateline, Indianapolis, Indiana. They say that it's pure greed. You kind of wonder how these things happen and how people get away with some of this stuff. She's 72 years old. An Indiana woman going to spend two years in federal prison now, only two, after transferring nearly $600,000 from a Catholic church and its associated school to her personal account for gambling and month-long vacations. The Department of Justice announced Monday that Marie Carson of Indianapolis pleaded guilty to wire fraud after 13 years of handling money as a business manager for the parish. At St. Matthew's Catholic Church and School, Indianapolis, Carson was the sole staff member responsible for processing checks received from parishioners and conducting the financial business on behalf of the church and the school for well over a decade. The DOJ said the actual monetary loss is likely to be a whole lot higher as Carson admitted to church officials that she began doing some of this scheming back in 2004. Pure greed. Then that's man, isn't it, really? Following the influx of all of these unidentified flying objects, they're everywhere. 
One shot down over North America so far. Defense experts gave their thoughts to the news media. And, uh, well, it's about America's readiness. And, are we ready? And defense capabilities. And whether they believe we're better or worse prepared to defend our airspace than experts thought before the current situation unfolded. Our fighter jets recently shot down at least four UFOs, including a Chinese spy balloon that had crossed from Alaska and South Carolina. Well, you know. The experts weighed in on the matter, hitting on strategic gaps, failures possibly driven by optics over security, readiness concerns, and the lack of answers over these aircraft. Everybody's shaking their head and said, what in the world is going on? Major General John Farratt, retired, who spent 32 years in the Army and is now a non-resident senior defense fellow at the American Enterprise Institute, said the Situation has shown the U.S. has, well, some real strategic gaps in securing their airspace. You think? Don't fool yourselves, not working. Newly revealed state inmate population stats contradict the popular argument from criminal justice that uh, those advocates, the reform advocates, that prisons are largely filled with nonviolent drug offenders. Data from the Bureau of Justice Stats shows only 12.6% of state prisoners are behind bars for drug-related crimes, and only 3.2% are locked up for possession, while five times as many people are in the state prisons for violent crimes other than drug charges. If you listen to people on the left, the lefty loonies, you'd think that everyone who has a, a joint in their pocket is getting sent to prison for 20 years. That's just not so. So says Zach Smith. He's a legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation. Prominent Democrats, yeah, the Democrats, and some Republicans across the country have pushed to decriminalize drugs by arguing in part that harsh drug laws have led to a prison population boom. That is not true. Excuse me. Let me punch you in the nose. An Alaska school board member stood up against the vice president. He attempted to shut down a, a dad speaking out against the sexually explicit materials in the school libraries. Welcome to the public schools in America. Oh, maybe not yours. You're, you're at the exception, right? We hear so much about diversity, inclusion, equity, and how it's one of the main objectives of school boards across this nation. So says the dad, Jay McDonald said that at an Anchorage school board meeting on February the 7th. We don't see specific examples of what diversity, inclusion, and equity looks like, though. So today I brought an excellent representation. This is like the archetype of diversity, inclusion, equity. It's one of the school books that was just recently purchased for our library. The example of diversity, equity, inclusion, the father raised a book with pornographic images and sex advice called Let's Talk About It. The book unpacks kinks, fantasy, and pornography. There's nothing wrong with enjoying some fun. It's a really fun, sugary treat, the book says. When consumed right, porn can help you discover new aspects of your sexuality. Where's my gun? Get me two of them. So everybody thought this one was neatly packed away. The U.S. Supreme Court 
The Supreme Court has decided to take another look at 2020's election fraud claims and will only take four votes for the case to come under a full briefing and argument schedule. The report from Just the News reveals the justices are to review a lawsuit charging the Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and others, including 291 members of Congress and 94 senators, violated their oaths of office by refusing. Here was the mistake refusing to investigate evidence of fraud in the 2020 election before certifying Sleepy Joe as the winner. That meant the case charges that Biden and Harris were inaugurated with fraud. fraud. The plaintiff in the case is Raylan Brunson, and he's seeking the removal from office of those who committed fraud. The court last month declined to hear the case, but he filed a petition for reconsideration, and now the court has scheduled to do it. Four of the nine justices must vote to review for a hearing to be scheduled. Oh, we need to have that, don't we? Oh, absolutely. Well, Mike DeWine, he's Ohio's governor, said yesterday he intends to hold Norfolk Southern responsible, I would think so, for that train derailment and disastrous chemical spill that occurred earlier this month. It was February the 3rd, a train operated by Norfolk Southern that included many cars carrying hazardous materials ran off the track in East Palestine, Ohio. To avoid an explosion, emergency personnel burned five cars worth of the chemical vinyl chloride after evacuating the town. The EPA said at least 20 of the derailed cars were carrying toxic material that made their way into storm sewers, nearby waterways, lots of animals killed, thousands of fish. Some toxic chemicals were intentionally buried near the wreckage. Most experts warn that we won't know the extent of the environmental and health issues for quite some time. Long-term exposure to vinyl chloride, the chemical that was burned, has been known to cause a rare form of liver cancer. No wonder they're concerned. U.S. debt poised to grow to $19 trillion. Spend some more, Sleepy Joe, along with offering a timeline of when the U.S. will run out of money if the debt ceiling isn't raised. The nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office said yesterday the country is on track to add $19 trillion to the national debt over the next 10 years, $3 trillion more than was previously estimated. With the gap between expenses and tax revenue expected to grow, the public debt will be about equal to the total output of the U.S. economy in 2024. That according to the New York Times. As part of a government initiative to get at least 500000 Electric vehicle chargers, demonic, operating throughout the United States by 2030, Tesla has agreed to make 7,500 of its chargers out of the 17,700 available to drivers of vehicles made by other automakers by the end of the year. Well, that's certainly nice of them. Here's something I thought was interesting. On average, more than one car, one car crashes into a 7-Eleven storefront every day are you serious? That's from data just revealed in a recent lawsuit where the convenience store chain paid out a big settlement to a man who was injured in a crash. But it's not only the retailer getting unintended drive through visits. The Storefront Safety Council says there are 100 crashes in the buildings every day of the year. 24% of those happen at retail stores. About one of every four daily crashes is caused intentionally by robbers. But the rest are accidents. What else is happening? The shooter who killed 10 black people in Buffalo in a racially motivated attack was sentenced to life in prison without parole. 
One person killed, three others wounded in the latest, a shooting at a shopping mall in El Paso, Texas overnight. An FDA panel unanimously recommended making the overdose reversal drug Narcan available to all without a prescription. Raquel Welch, oh wow, an actress known as a 60s bombshell. Everybody knew Raquel Welch. She's dead at 82. Tapping history making for the first time ever. U.S. adults will spend more time this year watching digital video on platforms like Netflix, TikTok, and YouTube than viewing traditional television. In the historic first, the market tracker expects linear TV to account for less than well, half of the daily viewing across America, dropping to under three hours on average. It's coming. Adults spending more time watching digital video now. First time in history. Hmm. What do you think about this one? After 112 hours under the ruins, that earthquake in Turkey that's killed so many thousands of people, a five-year-old child was questioned by a journalist. Are you hungry? He answers, and we quote, Sometimes someone dressed in white came to feed me and give me water. Whoa. I was thinking today some of the things I'm going to be saying in churches over the next few weeks. I usually get in a joke or two. It's really rare anymore. Everybody used to tell jokes before people became offended by everything in the world. Two things on my Facebook page just, well, just fascinates me. After only a 20-minute helicopter ride over New York City, autistic artist Stephen Wiltshire was able to draw the New York skyline perfectly in pen, just from memory. How does that work? And then I'm looking at a really cool lion and tiger, and the thing has been made out of recycled cardboard boxes, paper bags, and a bunch of glue. Just incredible. Check it out on our Facebook page. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. Hey, you're going to want to hear this. Christian Judeo values. Stay tuned. Ask you to lift us up in prayer that we can sustain our voice through the meetings coming up starting tomorrow, Niceville, Florida. And off for Sherathon 2023, WHCB 91.5. Have you volunteered? Come on in and join us. We need you. You're a part of the team here. WHCB heralding Christ's blessing throughout the Tri-City area and beyond. Absolutely. Starts next Wednesday. Going to be exciting. I'm always thrilled to be able to have the opportunity to speak at the First Free Will Baptist Church. Elizabethan, Tennessee. Pastor Nathan Jennings, Grady Holder and the team. I just love those guys to pieces. They've already said they're excited to have us come. Isn't that great? Enthusiasm means so much, really does. So, And then we're going to come back home for a day or two and drive back down to Johnson City there at Boone's Creek Bible Church, Southwest Radio Church Conference. Clarity to the chaos. We're going to do our part. Dr. Copley and I are going to talk for quite some time on the spirit world and answer questions. He has literally talked to and counseled thousands and thousands of people in the area of the demonic. Get yourself ready to come to Boone's Creek. Boy, so many things happening. I just love it. Serving Jesus doesn't get any better.
If you hear someone say it's a, it's a Judeo-Christian value, what does that mean? Oh, you hear it a lot. I use it, don't you? The late great British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher, wasn't she a winner, especially during Ronald Reagan's time there? The truths of the Judaic Christian tradition, she said, are infinitely precious, not only as I believe because they are true, but also because they provide the moral impulse which alone can lead to that peace. In the true meaning of the word for which we all long, there's little hope for democracy if the hearts of men and women in democratic societies cannot be touched by a call to something far greater than themselves. Mrs. Thatcher, you probably knew this, was a Christian. Now one man says, this is good. I am a believing Jew, and we have religious beliefs, some of them in common. We have different theologies, of course, but we have the same core values. And in societal terms, moral values are far more important than theologies are. Wow. That is why traditionally religious Protestants and Catholics and Jews are aligned almost every important issue in the world today. Some of those things, there's only one God. That God is the God introduced to the world by the Hebrew Bible, the source of one universal morality. The Hebrew Bible, the only one Jesus knew and which he frequently cited, introduced the most revolutionary moral idea of, of history, in all of history, that there are objective moral truths, just as there are mathematical and scientific truths. Without God as the source of those moral standards, there is no moral truth. We only have some moral opinions. The Bible says you shall know the truth, and what do you know? And because there are moral truths, good and evil are the same for all people, right? God, not man, not government, not the popular opinion of the day, not a democratic vote is the source of our rights in the world today. All men are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. So declares the American Declaration of Independence. And a human being is created in the image of God. That one we need to be reminded of frequently. Therefore, each human life is very precious, and therefore race is of no significance since we're all created in God's image, and God has no race. The world is based on divine order, meaning divinely ordained distinctions. Among these divine distinctions are God and man, man and woman, human and animal, good and evil, nature and God, and the holy and the profane. Man is contrary to what you hear, is not basically good, no way. Christians speak of original sin and referring to man's sinful nature. Now Jews cite God himself in Genesis. The will of man's heart is evil from his youth. Genesis 8.21 they are not identical beliefs, but they are both worlds apart from the naive enlightenment belief that man is basically a good thing. And they come to the same conclusion. We need some God-based rules in our life to keep us from our natural inclination to do evil. Jeremiah 17.9 says that you are evil. You're wicked. Is God true or is he a liar? Hey, therefore, we must not follow our hearts. Both religious Jews and Christians are keenly aware of how morally dangerous it is to be led by emotion. We've all fallen into that trap. 
I've spoken about it frequently, being a very emotional person, right here on Hello World and in church pulpits across the country. You got to be careful of those emotions. Those who reject Judeo-Christian values are far more likely to follow and promote the advice of just follow your heart. Hey, you know, God gave us the Ten Commandments. Yeah, so? Well, the core of Judeo-Christian values is there in the Ten Commandments. Therefore, to apply but one of the Ten Commandments to our morally confused secular age, the one called honor your mother and father, even if they voted for someone you hate, meaning at the least remain in contact with them and do not dare to deprive them of the right to be in contact with their grandchildren. I wonder if we're hitting home with anybody listening today on that one. Oh, it's tough, isn't it? Family can be so tough. Hey, how about this? Human beings have a free will, do you? In the secular world, there is no free will because all human behavior is attributed to biology and to environment. No free will. Only a religious worldview because it posits the existence of a divine soul. You have one. Something independent of biology and independent of environment and allows for you to have a free will. And I think there's another important aspect of the term Judeo-Christian. These two religions really need each other. Without the Old Testament, there's no New Testament. And virtually every Christian moral principle derives from the Hebrew Bible, doesn't it? Not only the Christian Judeo values that we just talked about, but how about this? Such moral principles as love your neighbor as yourself, that's in Leviticus 19.18. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart. That's Deuteronomy 6.5. Love that stranger. That's Deuteronomy 10.19. At the same time, Judaism needs Christians. It was Christianity that carried the Torah and the rest of the Hebrew Bible into the world. That was acknowledged by the greatest Jewish thinker after Moses. We're talking about Maimonides. Thus, while people speak of Judeo-Christian values, here we go. People do not speak of Judeo-Muslim values. As the noted Jewish scholar David Novick wrote, Maimonides rules that Jews may teach the Torah to Christians but not to Muslims because Christians believe Hebrew Scripture, where Muslims believe the primary text to be the Quran. For them, Hebrew Scripture is flawed. Thus, Jews and Christians share a common revelation in a way that Jews share with no other religious community in the world. The ultimate embodiment of Judeo-Christian values has been the United States of America. America's founders were Christians, some culturally, some doctrinally. They were rooted in the Hebrew Bible. America was founded not to be a replacement for Israel, but what, a second Israel? Many say that has been the case through year after year after year, but things are changing in the new America and the flood of evil. Wow. How soon before Jesus comes? Christian? Judeo values? Hope that helps you a little bit. And finally, I know we have several postal workers listening to Hello World. A customer walked into the post office on a mail package, two-day shipping, and it cost $12.95. Get it there by Friday. The customer, clearly looking to save a buck or two here, said, The package doesn't have to get there till Saturday. Is there any way you can make that happen? Yes, said the man in charge. You can bring it back tomorrow. (laughs) Smart Alex. 
That's it. Had my say for another day. I wonder what the weather's like in Florida. I'll tell you this afternoon. Huh? Thanks so much for listening. Get ready for share 2023 in the Tri-City area. Be praying for them and all that activity. Going to be a good time. Looking forward to that. Join me on Facebook, Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N, and you can get our archive programs at gregpatton.com. Tomorrow, right here, you betcha. God bless. Have a great day.